Well, hello everybody and welcome to yet another bonus episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD and who's here with me? It's Michelle. What the fuck was that? Michelle, what happened to your voice? I have laryngitis. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, we're so clever and funny. Guys, uh, so Michelle is here with me as it's usual. It's me. Hi. It's always but, me. <laughs> uh, for the first time uh, in We Watch Shutter history, uh, we actually have a bonus guest host here. Who is that other voice that uh, claimed to be Michelle? What's your name? This is Kevin. That's Kevin. That's my buddy Kevin. Uh, it's, not you, it's not always <laughs> Kevin. It's not always Kevin. It's sometimes Kevin. It's, it's one time <laughs> right now, Kevin. Uh, those of you listening who happen to uh, to maybe know me a little bit uh, for the last decade or so of my life uh, will know Kevin as the man responsible for the eat the cat phenomenon. <laughs> Uh, those of you who don't know anything about me or who I am will have no idea what that means, but trust me, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, Kevin uh, has been a friend of mine for a while. He's been listening to the podcast, uh, talk, and we talk about movies and shit all the time. And so I invited him to come on uh, and talk about this movie. Kevin, what's the movie we're talking about tonight? So today we're talking about, uh, or tonight, we're talking about The Seed. The Seed. Of course, uh, as you guys know, uh, we've been going back and picking up the last few titles from early in 2022 that we uh, we didn't do episodes for because we hadn't had a show yet, and uh, this is the last one, guys. We got this one, and then we got one more new one coming up uh, on Friday, and then the year's done. Michelle, how excited are you that we have a full year of Shutter movies under our belts, pretty much? I am more exhausted than excited, <laughs> but I am very proud <laughs> that right we on. did not give up immediately like we both thought we would. <laughs> right on. So, uh, Kevin, before we, we get into this a little bit uh, here, uh, let's get to know you just a little bit. Let me put you on the spot here. Tell me your top three horror movies of all time. Oh, wow. Uh, that's not something I considered before I came here to talk <laughs> about that's, the seed. That's why it's called putting you on the spot. Um, so, uh, probably my top all time would be The Thing. My man. All right. Uh, a very The original or the remake? Oh, <laughs> oh the, the, well, it, I mean, because there was. The remake of the remake. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> you mean John Carpenter's The, the, the Thing. The, the yeah, John, John Carpenter's The Thing, which is uh, <laughs> just, uh, they, Incredible film, absolute classic. Uh, it contains yeah. a lot of uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraftian elements, which is mm -hmm. part of the reason that I wanted to talk about this film. Ooh, we're going to talk about some um, of that, yeah. And uh, probably second would be Alien. Okay, okay. Um, My man likes the original some creatures. Remake. Don't yeah, you fuck I, you, Michelle. John Carpenter's <laughs> Alien. John Carpenter's <laughs> Alien. Yeah, no. that's right. Oh man, I kind of want that movie now. Holy shit! Uh, and then, um, you know, finally, I'm 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 gonna kind of go outside of the accepted norm of going to classics, and I'm gonna say that since we're talking about Lovecraft stuff, um, the Color Out of Space, yes, is uh, arguably the, the best. original or the remake. <laughs> John Carpenter's <laughs> Color Out of Space. Yeah, exactly. Um, that is one of the few movies yeah. that has gotten uh, a five from both of us. That yep. is an amazing movie. There are yeah. very few in that pantheon, and that is yeah. one of them. 
Uh, since we're going to be talking about some Lovecraft stuff on on this episode, it, I just got to say that that is it, hands down the best adaptation, direct it's adaptation phenomenal. of a Lovecraft work that's ever been made. I, I completely uh, agree with you. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen every uh, directly adapted from or loosely inspired by H.P. Lovecraft movie ever made, and I, I agree. That movie is so fucking great. Yeah, yeah, same. But uh, good that's, squelches too. I know does. that for oh, a fact now. I had to go and screenshot those. Squelches Ooh, so much. It's some a purple good movie too. It's a purple. It's very the, purple. Yeah. The seed. The seed is a somewhat purple movie. Somewhat. It's got a little bit of the purple in it, but <laughs> I, I don't. It's not as much as uh, some other recent films, including some ones that you guys have talked about. That oh, are for sure. Better, um, that that have definitely adopted that color as a sort of yeah, signi- purple. signifier for some weird Lovecraftian alien shit. Yeah, right? and it, with mil- um, maybe like a, a mildly to significantly kind of psychosexual vibe going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a purple or, or, movie Or at is... least kind of like, you know, madness induced from without by right. some kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> cosmic entity or whatever. For you know? sure, yeah. for sure. So, Michelle, uh, we're talking about the seed. I actually took a moment here uh, and scanned quickly through the description from the Shutter website, and I feel like it's perfectly acceptable uh, for us to read this one to the folks. Do you have it there in front of them, do, in front of you? Do you want to share it with these good people? Of course I have it in front of me. I'm yes. always prepared. Um, Okay, so The Seed, directed by Sam Walker, 2022, English, 91 minutes, not rated. (laughs) Three young influencers head to the California wilderness to party and film a -a once-in-a-lifetime meteor shower for their social media channels. What starts as a weekend away in a remote luxury villa turns into a psychedelic tale of horror, death, and alien invasion. A Shudder original. All right. Kevin, do you want to give us your non-spoilery thoughts on this movie? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, you know, insofar as I've already said that we're going to talk about some Lovecraft stuff in this. Um, so that, but I hope that's not too much of a spoiler. No, not um, it's, uh It's a, I would say, a laudable first effort by a first-time writer-director with a low-budget uh, making his first horror film. Uh, it has um, a lot of elements about this type of horror movie that I like. Uh, it's not the best, but it's pretty good. And there are some things that I'm going to talk about later that I actually really, really enjoyed. So I'm going to give it a three out of five skulls. Three out of five from Kevin with the spoiler. Man, you nailed the spoiler-free element of this whole thing. Well done. That was... That was uh First time, and he's just—he's already a podcast expert. Everybody, <laughs> Michelle, you want to go next? Tell us your spoiler-free sure. thoughts on the seed. Uh, my spoiler-free thoughts. I remember really disliking this one the first time I watched it. I still do, but now I think it's for the right reasons. Four skulls. <laughs> you dislike it, but for the okay, that's uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I'm really curious to see where that's going. Uh, hey, you guys want my spoiler-free thoughts? Five. Let's hear it. All right, so my spoiler-free thoughts are: I, uh, after listening to Kevin's spoiler-free thoughts, I don't even know why the fuck I'm here. He pretty much said exactly the same thing I felt about this movie, uh, except I maybe liked it just a little bit more. I was gonna come down on a three and a half, so we got a three, a three and a half, and a four, which I'm pretty sure means our average is a three and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the math. Oh, hang on. 
Um, my calculator broke. Michelle. 10.7 <laughs> or 10.5 divided by Michelle, three. Michelle, why do you It's three need? and a half. Michelle. It's three yeah. and a half. Tell me you didn't actually have to do that math to know the average was going to be three and a half. I kind of figured, but then I panicked, <laughs> so I had to go make sure. <laughs> I just like I, I went, oh, that'll be three and a half. But then I started thinking about it, and we have this configured, so it already adds our score well, together, and yeah. that said three point seven five, and then we had the new one, and then I panicked. I just, yeah. I panicked. It's I'm fine. sorry. It's fine. Well, <laughs> I'm like look, a squid. I inked and I flew <laughs> off into the darkness. <laughs> it's, it's not nearly. It's not nearly the hilarious blunder that Rue Morgoo was. Or goo. So, <laughs> God. Kevin and have you gotten to the the, the episode <laughs> uh, that involves Rue Morgu yet? <laughs> uh, I have I have not. So oh, I try man. to I I try to limit my listening to your uh, podcast of which to the I ones you've of, seen. Of, sure, of, of a fan is is the ones I watch and gotcha. then I I listen to get you guys' take and kind of right know, on compare and Just contrast how I feel about well, things. The, the, listen the to short... the first ten minutes of Woodland Stark and Days Bewitched for which one was it? Woodland Stark and Days Bewitched or yes. Dark Days and Woodlands Gone yes. or Woodlands yeah. and Woodlands yeah. Bewitched? When, <laughs> yeah, when Michelle reads the description of the movie early on in the episode it's one of the most incredible moments of my entire life i had one of the most embarrassing moments of my life it was beautiful (laughs) it was just beautiful Uh, anyway so yeah three and a half skulls is the three-way average uh uh, rating on the seed. Uh, if you guys want to check this movie out uh, before we really rip it apart and talk about all the spoilery details, uh, you're going to want to go do that right about meow. All right. Uh, so, uh, Kevin, you're the guest here. Uh, why don't you start out uh, telling us just a little bit about... Uh, well, actually, let's... Uh, I, I get ahead of myself. We've been trying to do this thing because we have some people who listen who don't even really care about watching the movies. For some reason, they find us entertaining. I still don't understand it after all this time. Michelle, you want to do like a quick breakdown of what happens in this movie? Can you yeah. even summarize what happens oh, in this yeah, movie? Oh, yeah, I absolutely can. I don't so, know if I can, so I'm glad you're doing it. So three girls who seem like they were friends in high school and now two of them are still friends and the third one's not really a friend and one of them probably sells LuLaRoe uh, and the other one is a social media influencer who you don't really like but you have to like because she has so many people who follow her on Instagram and you gotta get that sweet, sweet following and that clout. Um, they decide to go to a villa, villa a Dun Villa um, and see a meteor shower and they're all just hanging out and they're getting drunk and then she gets wacky and since we're in the spoiler section we can say that a kind of meteor thing falls from the sky and then the meteor thing hatches and now there's like an armadillo from space it's look it's one of the fucking most incredible awesome absurd ridiculous creature designs I've ever seen. Kevin, tell us about this creature design. <laughs> An okay, armadillo. So, yeah. So uh, I I question whether or not you've seen an armadillo before because that's, that's, that's not what armadillos look like. I don't know. Um, I haven't been to the south. Maybe that's yeah. what they look like. <laughs> yeah. They look like, they, they kind of look like uh, armored armored rats. Uh, so armored but, dillos, got it. Yeah, um, but uh, now this this um, 
this film posited an idea that I think is unprecedented in the history of Lovecraftian cinema, which is what if the color out of space uh, was a really cute gummy bear? Yes! Uh, <laughs> yes! Yeah. You know? It looks so much like... <laughs> I saw that thing and I was like, oh my god, it looks so much like random animal fetus from this picture from a science book. It was yeah. I got awesome. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle vibes from it. Uh the like when yeah. they're the baby turtles in the sewer. Cowabunga. Yeah, yeah I got that yeah. vibe from them. I was like, I'd yeah, take one home. So I would absolutely like so uh, fucking and, disgusting. And and if we're if we're talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he looks like um the a baby version of the like weird mutant turtle in the end of the second movie. That yes. yep, I totally yes. got that. Yeah. I was trying to remember but, its name and I couldn't, and then I didn't Google in time. But that's what my notes say. Thing looks I, like TMNT at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you know, um, I. I prefer to think of him as just a cute little gummy bear. I think he's just yeah. precious. Right. And I thought it was absolutely hilarious that they made this the monster. And I kept thinking, okay, so this monster is going to mutate into something like really terrifying <laughs> and and huge, and it's going to go around and it's going to it's going to stomp these basic bitches into the ground, right? No. Nope. And and no, it it stays exactly the same form the it's entire time. Just it's just a cute like little a little splattery. A, a bear. Bear baby, yeah, a cute little oh. bear baby that that ends up being a really kind of uh, yeah sort of gross, inky, Lovecrafty and monster with a uh, with you know some some weird body horror shit. Yeah, so uh, so basically, this alien creature shows up and they're trying to figure out what the hell it mm-hmm. is, and it it looks like a cute little little baby bear animal. Uh, apparently, stinks to high hell. Uh, and it's slowly but surely, uh, through some sort of psychic ability or whatever, it kind of invades and takes over their minds. Uh, and look, I just got to jump right to this bit. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I like Lovecraftian stuff much like like Kevin does. I've got a thing for, for monsters with tentacles. This movie did something that I have never seen before, and it was like a combination of disgusting but also wild and hilarious. This weird gummy bear creature, oh, it doesn't end up having weird tentacles that come out of it. It basically, like, like <laughs> fucking discharges this gigantic, like, alien placenta mass that just, like, completely enshrouds people uh, and yeah. apparently uh, renders them completely stricken with sexual ecstasy. Yeah, it's just the most. I mean, it's gross, but in just a hilarious, absurd, what the fuck kind of way. I this thing was. I mean, it's not the worst thing that can happen from a Tinder date, guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) The worst thing is you get covered in a placenta. Uh, You're fine. (laughs) There's way worse. (laughs) No doubt. Oh God. Um. Kevin, tell us a little bit more about this movie, things you loved about it. I know you said in, in your spoilery thoughts that there were some specific things that you really, really, really loved. Tell us a little bit more about some of that. Um, I like where it, basically what you just described. Um, it, the first scene, which is just just shy of an hour into the film, which is you know the, about two-thirds of the way through it, uh, is where it starts getting real weird. Uh, and that's where it turns into this uh, this kind of you know like you said uh, this this 
this little cute gummy bear guy is sitting there with this, like, you know, just sort of massive flesh splayed out for him with these women entwined in it in kind of orgiastic ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it really reminded me of actually a film that uh, JD and I watched um, uh, over Halloween, uh, Society. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, it definitely. No. Yep. Yeah, it I gave did. it gave me society vibes. For I mean, sure. it was Great. we it, live in a society, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I would rather not. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we actually made the comment when we watched that that why has someone not made that meme yet? Right. Um, we I'll go make it. Yeah. I'm making a note. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, but this is, but this is like a you know. I, I would say it's relative to that, except that it's just, you know, it, it's literally, this whole film is, there's only five people in it, and yep. it's really just three actresses. Um, and the way that their characters are, um, it basically, like, it, when JD told me to watch this film, I turned it on, and I did what uh, I normally would do with most of the like Shutter originals I watch, which was I'd watch about fifteen minutes and turn it off. Uh, <laughs> but then Shutter, if you're listening, we do not endorse that comment. Yeah. Please oh, pay us we money. absolutely endorse that comment. Honesty <laughs> for everything. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, we I'm do sorry. endorse that comment. <laughs> we endorse honesty. Yeah. There's, if that's I, what's in your heart, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good stuff on Shutter. There's also a lot of this stuff that just doesn't. And I mean, it doesn't really appeal. Also, to me sometimes Craig right? Angler, CEO of Shutter, spoils their movies on the day they release them on Twitter. So yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Something so, JD is not still better. I'll never about. get over that. I cannot. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Tangent. But, I'm sorry. But continue. that actually, well, that actually sort of dovetails into my sort of assessment of the characters of this film, which is part of the reason that I would have turned it off had it not been recommended to me by JD. Which is basically like you have. You have Deidre, who is played by Lucy Martin, who is uh, just in as far as, you know, she's like a, a, a very basic influencer kind of, you know, social media star celebrity type person who, who I just find absolutely repellent. Uh, and and it just and it's clear that her character is is designed to be that way. Right. Yeah. And, and gives I mean, you, uh, I thought, real significant like. Like, they don't tell you a lot about their background and where they're from and everything, but it was very much like that big fish, small pond kind of vibes, right? Like, like, like she's she's got a lot of ego because she she comes from a place where she just happens to stand out because there's not necessarily a lot of people there. Yeah. And then, You're and describing then me. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> And then, and then there's there's uh, Heather, who's played by, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, Sophie Vavasur, uh, right. who is kind of like the the sort of second secondary personality to Deidre's like explosive kind of you know take over everything social media influencer personality. Right. Uh, and then we're introduced to Charlotte, also called Charlie, usually through the show, played by Chelsea Edge, who is like uh, she doesn't use social media and reads books, which means that she's uh, pretty cool. It's and the, she's brunette. It, so. Yeah, well, it's the, it, it's the, it's the postmodern equivalent of, oh, she wears glasses. She's just a normal girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 
it's very much that, and I, yeah. I and, and so when you're presented with these characters, and you kind of realize because the people who are going to be watching this are people like us, and not yep. people like uh like Deidre in real life. For sure. Uh, you you, I felt a bit insulted that it was so obvious who's going to be our hero and who are going to be the villains, right? <laughs> but but the hot people this, are the evil ones. What? Go figure. Yeah, but but halfway through this movie where where it turns weird like suddenly Deidre becomes the the standout character right yeah mm-hmm. for sure and, I, for and sure. I have to say that Lucy Martin does an incredible job of of uh portraying a person who is who is being sort of you know like influenced by some malevolent cosmic entity from without to be turned into an absolute maniac yeah yeah um, but that being said uh, Sophie Vavasur and her portrayal of Heather, she does the thing that grossed me out more than anything else in this entire the eggs. movie. The fucking eggs! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> How do we explain the eggs to people who do not know what the eggs are? Just tell so, them. It's the spoiler so, section. So Eating yeah, eggs. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, she literally for this scene, as far as I can tell, and I is is she had a tray of eggs next to her and she picked up these raw eggs and ate them yeah. just like stuck stuck them in her mouth and chewed on the shells and sucked down the it's, uh, it's just, that was so uh, you know all the the weird slimy body horror stuff like it, i i was kind of like oh man i didn't expect that that's uh that's pretty right. wild for for a movie like this i didn't i didn't but see you that can coming. you can realistically imagine the disgustingness of biting into a raw egg right? and she sat there and ate like half a tray of yeah. it so gross what got me is <laughs> that this is commitment. this is clearly on a hot summer day and that just makes it so much oh. worse like you imagine summer especially like if there's no yeah. air conditioning and you have to eat a tray of raw eggs yeah. something about and the heat of that makes it so much worse like the starkness of the cold coming straight from the fridge on a hot day and you're like this will be nice and refreshing yeah. <laughs> no it will not we're be. out oh of kool-aid <laughs> and and even though this this film is uh is based in california which they don't ever really tell you except for the fact that the like the the only vehicle in the entire movie that has a plate on it is that four wheeler they're driving around. Yeah. Plus we can <laughs> see Deidre. She looks like she's slap. from California. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they all look like they're from California, right? <laughs> well, but they see? they slapped they slapped those uh, California plates on the four wheeler to let you know it's there because this movie is filmed in Malta. In Malta, they shot yeah. it in Malta. Apparently, uh, it was uh, it was com- another one similar to Host. Uh, that was kind of completely conceived and and produced uh, through various opportunities within like like the pandemic, the real height of it. So that's why there's only like the five people in it, and they're in these yeah. very isolated places. I guess Malta was a place that they found where they were allowed to be able to go and do it. But well, no, they, they they there were fights. So places like Malta, there's a lot of countries that do this. South Africa is a big one where a lot of sort of mid to to somewhat high budget films get get filmed. Uh, is because they give them financial and tax incentives to, uh-huh. to film there. Right? I got gotcha. you. So I I would imagine that a that a decent portion of the filming. I, the filming budget of this movie was actually either provided by or 
was written off by the Maltese government. I um, gotcha. Kevin, which, just a, a side uh, note, uh, my man Kevin lives in Washington, D.C. and works in all sorts of international sort of... What do you do, Kevin? He can't tell you. That's top secret. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If I, I'd have to, I'd have to kill you both. Oh uh, well, that's fair. Well, that's so. That's that's who Kevin is. So uh, the reason the only reason I bring it up is is whenever I have questions about like, hey, what's really fucking going on with this situation in the world? Kevin's my guy. I call. <laughs> yeah. And like then break, I usually just I'm kind of a dummy, Kevin. Break down Ukraine for me. That's the kind of <laughs> questions I ask him. <laughs> anyway. I'll, I'll yeah. have to tell you my story about how I had to talk to an FBI secret agent once, and I couldn't take him seriously. I kept asking if he'd tell me the truth about the men in black and if I could get recruited for them. And he kept <laughs> laughing it off and trying to talk about the serious <laughs> issue. And I went, no, I need to know about the aliens. He's like, well, ha, ha, ha. Anyway, what is, do you know about this bomb threat? And I was like, absolutely <laughs> the... That is absolutely a position you should take anytime you have to talk to the FBI. Yeah, don't exactly. Look, don't talk, I was like, nobody should ever talk to the FBI <laughs> nope. under any circumstances. It was about a different <laughs> guy, so he was like, come on, just tell me what you know. And I was like, you tell me what you know about the aliens. Uh, we can exchange <laughs> information. You go first. I love that I've completely derailed the horror movie podcast into uh, a discussion <laughs> about the, the FBI. But. Well, we're talking so, about aliens. Yeah, I wanted well, to know if the gummy bear from the seed was real. And you wouldn't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Tell me the truth, Richard. <laughs> what, a, oh. what an asshole. So, yeah. um, I, I do have one other thing to talk about yeah, of with course. Uh, the, char- the characters, because with the exception of the three that I mentioned, there's only two other characters, which is... Um, <laughs> Brett. Uh, hun- <laughs> which is, hunt- which is the, the hunter-rancher guy that gets, uh, that gets killed at the end mm-hmm. almost immediately, and Brett, uh, <laughs> who is um, a hero of the working class. And, what is um, his accent? What is, is that supposed he, to be? That accent is not an accent that exists in any no. in any English-speaking okay. community in the entire world. I was like, I don't uh, know this <laughs> accent at all. Is there another state I'm not he, aware of? Because I wouldn't was, be surprised. I don't know where this dude is from. I, I, I did not actually look up his name, the name of this actor. I just looked up the name of the three main characters. But um, he was trying to do an <laughs> affectation of some sort of southern accent it sounded kind of similar to a sort of louisiana kind of cajun accent it sounded like he was trying to do that but like with like like while he was also like chewing a mouthful of cut or something yeah whatever whatever the fuck it is he was doing he was not doing a good job of it i thought he uh, did a great job of it i'm on the opposite i don't know where (laughs) brett is from i have questions about his character is he from space i wouldn't even be surprised if he came along with that meteor shower and that gummy bear is his uncle he was sent out to find he is just a working class man i love him things exactly how they are and he gets out of it what he needs and then he fucks off the second (laughs) he gets all their money (laughs) (laughs) what i also love uh just a little detail in here is you, you do mention the uh the sort of cowboy fella uh, I love that he's the guy who she sees on Tinder earlier in the movie, oh, yeah. right? She's like, this, there's <laughs> only one other person even around here. And then that dude shows up. I thought yep. that was a great little touch of detail. That was so awesome. Yeah. That was also, um, so I even marked it down, which I don't, I don't know if you guys, we, we've kind of explained like what happens in the movie, yeah. but the, you know, Basically, like I, I made a list of like 
the Lovecraftian elements that I noticed in this film and sort of in in the uh, you know in the order that I saw them. And so if you would uh, hey drop them me, on us, drop them on us, man. I will read them to you now. So the first and foremost is kind of like the big one, which is like there's a uh, malevolent or, you know, at best, like not beneficent cosmic entity that has arrived uh, from, you know, unknown reaches of space. Um, The second thing that really jumped out to me is when they go to the cabin of the lady, like the neighbor lady that lives down the way and they and they find her notes and it turns out that she is like some sort of scientist or investigator of some sort who has been looking into this same cosmic entity and has some insight into it. And they are their their notes are you know kind of like a, a, a sort of narrative structural element that yep. gives them some purchase as to like you know the, what this thing the, that it's the a the thing they should be concerned about from the right? basement in Evil Dead you know that whole yeah thing it, yeah, per- yeah precisely it's in it's in it is literally the basis of almost every Lovecraft story, right? It's like you're either reading someone's notes or you're reading someone who's talking about having met with the person who investigated it and was driven to madness or whatever. Um, Speaking of which, so the next thing that really happens to them is, is sort of madness or sort of physical or psychological changes that are induced by the otherworldly element, you know, so that they start they start acting really weird, and then you know, it, and you see this before we even get to the point where there's where they're kind of like really showing the the weird body horror, right? Gummy, gummy we, bear. We feel the influence uh, early for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then once they finally get into the body horror stuff, and then eventually they they have the confrontation where they're standing outside the pool, and suddenly uh, they they uh, they're you know, they're both uh, prego and bleeding oil from the eyes and just looking all just <laughs> real gross, right? You know, uh, yep. uh, and that and alien miscegenation, which is like uh, a very like common Lovecraftian trope, which also, you know, gets back into his kind of, you know, fear of everything and yeah. the other and and being kind of a racist asshole. Piece oh, of shit, but, yeah, he was saying uh, he's certainly not without yeah. his problems at um, HP. But but one thing that you did mention earlier, which I, I did note, is that there are only two places in this entire film where they show tentacles. And there is it's one time when, you know, when Charlotte goes in to like see the entity sitting in the bed after they've kind of like mated with it or whatever, and he's kind of somehow and laying there, giving off just like a like a stud it, Hugh Hefner vibe. He's get, yeah, he's get, he's giving off these chill dude vibes, right? <laughs> and and she has she has some kind of like it, it it's like she's like oh. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she actually does what is in it or if it's some kind of, like, vision in her head, but she, like, starts to kind of, like, uh, go and try to mate or whatever with the thing, like, <laughs> like the the other two characters did, but then she, like, stops herself and runs away, and there's, like, little tentacle things that mm-hmm. come up around her there. And then the end, uh, Deirdre is actually, like, morphing into some yes. weird tentacle monster uh, right before she gets her head blown off. Um, <laughs> and 
uh, and then it has a pretty dope ending. Oh yeah, is, I uh, love that. That like that's pure Lovecraft, yeah. right? Just that. Incredible yeah, it's a, bleak, and then we like, realize, oh, this was just the first one, and right, now yeah, the rest we, of them we, are coming we down. This <laughs> thing was like, oh, this is like like this is the predator, right? Like this is the evil alien creature. Now, man, this is no. this is like taste number one, and shit is just starting. Yeah. You're, no, the, you the, think the, you've won the day, and you're fucking that's right. doomed. <laughs> yeah, you just killed your best friend, but the Earth is still ending. So have a nice day. Yeah. Uh, oh god i do have to say that i hate when bad things happen to people i think i'm legally obligated to say that before i say this next part sucks when bad things happen to people but if bad things are going to happen to people isn't nice when like the bad people are hot because at least like (laughs) up until this point they've had their entire lives to experience what it's like to be a 10 out of a 10 and if this is going to happen to somebody at least it happened to deidre you know like she lived a good life yeah, if it had happened oh, to she, Charlotte, who's a brunette, I mean, my, she's just reading books. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I guess the way I would look at it is more of, I mean, if this if this had to happen to somebody, I'm glad it happened to a bitch like Deirdre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love her. Oh, uh, I gotta say, she <laughs> she was uh, she was crafted to be an absolutely repellent human being. Oh yeah, and, and then you just love her. Incredible job. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did an absolutely incredible job. And when she starts turning into a, a real, like, you know, sort of alien affected maniac, mm-hmm. that was also an incredible job. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. was that was the point of this movie where I was like, oh, wait a second. I, well, and- I I hate her because she's a really good actress, not just because she's like the hot girl. Right, right? I, and uh, I think like- that's that's one element of certain types of horror movies that. Unless you've spent a lot of time with it, you haven't developed the the sense for. But like, I get why a lot of people look at a lot of horror movies and just think it's absurd and ridiculous because like that's a performance that could have gone badly in so many ways, right? It's actually it's so much more subtle to do it well than I think a lot of casual people would ever understand. But like that performance could have been so ridiculous it's it's really pitch perfect like she goes she commits like she she definitely goes there but she stops right before it gets to be ridiculous i thought it was fantastic no it's very well done her losing her mind in the pool is like my favorite scene from this there's a lot of stuff in this that is good the pool happens simultaneously with the egg scene but i don't know there's just something about that and i think it's because i have bipolar disorder and the way that she's standing in a pool losing her mind is how i feel when i'm manic (laughs) so i was just like this is it this is the visual representation of just like losing your mind but being solitary in a very chill environment (laughs) i just i really love that and then you just go inside and you eat some cold eggs on a hot day (laughs) (laughs) michelle uh, I, uh, gotta gotta have something to cool you down from that Maltese. <laughs> exactly. <sun>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I did want to ask you, Michelle, in in the spoiler free mm-hmm. section, uh, you kind of implied that this movie didn't really work for you, but that's why you think it's good. Uh, get into that for me a little bit. 
it's more that I don't like the Lovecraftian stuff usually. I'm not right. like, we've talked about this. I'm not a body horror person. Right. So usually when I watch something, it goes so far that I'm so disgusted I don't like it. Um, this, the first like half of this movie is so garishly bright before anything supernatural happens that it's nauseating to look at normal scenes before anything has happened because it is so, so like such a yes. heavy contrast and so yeah. saturated. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I just, I didn't like it the first time. It did not rope me in. And then it started getting gross. And I was like, I don't like gross stuff. I'm sorry. So I just kind of half watched that this, the first time I watched okay, it. Okay. Um, rewatched it for the podcast and went, this is still way too fucking pink. But then as I've, like I said, we've, <laughs> I've kind of grown to like different aspects and appreciate right. them. So I started going like, okay, this egg scene, I see what they were going for now. <laughs> this uh, placenta <laughs> that just impregnated. Okay, I get get it like i'm i'm uh starting to appreciate things a little bit more and it still heavily grossed me out but now i kind of liked it um the very like hot pink bikini that then becomes covered in this dark black goo is such a good change from the beginning of this where it's just garish colors and now it's garish colors but with all this black liquid and i think that's why they oversaturated it and it just it maybe just feel grossed out the first time I, well, I watched it, it and I did not like it. <laughs> it also the, the oversaturation comports with the the characters they're portraying and like yeah. the sort of the Instagram filter yep. kind of uh, yep. way that their whole lives are being portrayed. Yeah, that know? grass and is then, so green and the skies are yeah. so blue. Mm-hmm. Also, though, when like I, I, I do like like what you mentioned there that uh, then when we really get into the thick of the shit towards the end, like that that black goo like resonates so much harder yeah. against that saturated high contrast color, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I personally feel like there's not a not that you get a lot of like blood and like like green stuff. I feel uh, there's not enough black goo in movies, and I was really appreciative <laughs> how much black goo there was in the scene. I really appreciated that. You need to go watch that French movie where she falls in love with an amusement park ride then. Uh, wait, are you you're oh, wait, not talking t- t- about Titan, are you? No, not Titan. No. She falls in love with a traveling amusement park ride. And you keep wondering the whole movie, are they going to have sex? Wait, there's <laughs> another movie besides Titan? Oh, Titan is where she uh, gets pregnant by a car or yeah, something. Yeah, she exactly. No, a car, yeah. this yeah. is where oh, she oh, goes shit. to oh, an no. amusement park. <laughs> I just she, spoiled that movie. I'm so sorry. That's the first minute. Uh, no, that almost, happens in the first minute <laughs> yeah, that's of that movie. The whole point uh, of but no, this movie other one, I think it's called Jumbo. I'm pretty sure it's called Jumbo. She goes to an amusement park. She falls in love with an amusement park ride. What? I I don't accept that this exists. I'm sorry. It's called can't, Jumbo. There can't be two French movies about nope. this. Nope. They came out, I or at least I watched them around the same time. It was Titan and it was Jumbo. That's what it is. And it's one of those, like, she, she oh falls God. in love with the amusement park ride. Nobody understands her, but she loves him. They have a way to communicate together. Here's what and I, I went say. into it. I just went, Here's I want to see these two have sex. This, Michelle, is <laughs> I, I absolutely hate that you just told me this because now I have to watch it. I'm already looking up what it's streaming oh on for you. God. It's called Jumbo. I finally remembered. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> I'd say I have to watch it, but I oh, have a lot of I'll watch it first and let you know if it's worth your time. 
Yeah. It's from 2020 uh, and it's streaming on Tubi and you know how much Tubi makes really good horror. <laughs> yeah. So one final note that I will yes, say sir. that I noticed about this <laughs> film uh, that we were originally talking about, The Seed, uh, <laughs> was uh, that IMDb says this film has an estimated uh, budget of $4 million, which is... <laughs> what? Which is, they definitely added a zero onto that number. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, yeah, there's that, no way I, this was a six-figure movie. Yeah, no. I think $400,000 is probably more realistic. Um, now I'm just uh, reading the did you know section, and they're like, oh, meteors burn up when they enter the atmosphere. <laughs> and they all go the same direction. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I love this. Uh, anyways. God. Um, but oh. you know what? This movie, it's pretty good. For yeah, what it is. yeah, it's worth seeing. I, uh, I don't for, mind. I don't yeah. even mind that I saw it twice. Right? Like, yeah. it's it's a good time. It's definitely what it what it really does is y- you mentioned this early on, Kevin is is a really solid effort uh, for a first time writer director. And what it really does is make me really excited to see what Sam Walker does next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a laudable first effort. I think that. As we discussed, it has a lot of elements to it that uh, make it a sort of compelling watch, even though it may not be the best movie ever. Right. Um, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I I'd say go watch it for sure. Uh, Michelle. It's, 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 uh, Sam Walker's first thing, according to IMDb, is a short from 2001 called Duck Children. So I'm going to be watching that once we're done recording. Duck Children? <laughs> Duck Children. Fantastic. I don't want to know anything else about the other thing he's known for is Bite Horse from 2013. I will be watching both of those and reporting back. <laughs> I uh, that Duck Children is, man, that's... Duck Children, a... Bite Horse. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, that's... Uh... <laughs> Uh, yep, there it is. Duck children right there in front of my very eyes. My final thoughts are go watch Jumbo. If you want to know if they have sex, you're going to have to watch it. Oh, well, Kevin, thank you so much for, for joining us here for, as a as a first time guest on, on We Watch Shudder. Uh, we uh, we always talked about possibly doing this and I'm glad that you got to, to be a part of it. Uh, we may uh, we may drag you back over here one of these days to do this again sometime. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's been great, guys. And you know, uh, until then, I'll be uh, trying to keep up with you guys and watching and listening to your uh, your views on the various <laughs> Shutter movies right. as they be coming out. <laughs> For sure. And uh, guys, make sure you check us out. Uh, we're on all the different social. Well, not all of them. We're on four social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Grinder, Tinder, are- Bumble. They're all at We Watch Shutter uh, is where you'll find us. We got a website called WeWatchShutter.com. We just launched a blog where we're uh, we're talking about uh, we we got our first blog post up there about uh, uh, a not Shutter movie, uh, Adult Swim Yule Log, aka the fireplace. Have you heard about Adult Swim Yule Log? Well, if you haven't, I strongly suggest you see it before you go read our blog post because oh man, is it spoilery, and oh man, should you really see Adult Swim Yule Log? But uh, that's uh, uh, any any final thoughts, Michelle? Mm-mm. I got a final thought here. Let's see if this works the way I expect it to. Say good night, Kevin. Good night, Kevin. Say good night, Michelle. Oh, I was going to say good night, Kevin. Oh, so God. He stole my thing and I didn't know it was coming back to me. Anyway, bye. Have a good night. <laughs> good night, Michelle. <laughs>
<laughs> Say good night, JD. Good night, JD.